The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Oh, kia ora, New Zealand. The whole of our data who I assume listen to the, the <laughs> and podcast. And any international listeners as well. I mean, who's, who's to say the appeal of this podcast? It has no end point. Um, and welcome to uh, <laughs> the real pod, colon, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under the Covers. With? Eli. And Chris from the male gaze. <laughs> yeah. Is it Eli and Chris or is it Chris and Eli? Chris and alphabetical e- Chris and Eli. Chris right? and Eli. Alphabetical is it's fairer. Anyway, well, well, oh, well. We're so we glad. Ah, another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and we're enjoying it. We're loving it and it's just it's rolling along. Here's what I'll say about this season. Every every week I'm like, oh, The Makeup is my favourite episode. But previously I was like, Snatch Game, uh, The Girl Band. Yeah. There's no hotel challenge. <laughs> we haven't had a goddamn improv challenge. You we know. haven't had like a four-hour like Grey's Anatomy yes. parody. They haven't yeah. had to do stand-up in a room with no audience. Maybe they're like, we can't afford a green screen, so that's gone. That's gone. That's probably... That's it? Straight up what's They happened. only had two rooms in that studio, right? Yeah, there's no green screen, which yeah. honestly, I love. I love it too. I love it too. Um, the makeover truly is always wholesome, always beautiful, and this uh, was... No- well, oh, I guess maybe we should start with um, the well, mini-game. Yeah, so it was like they come back into the into the workroom and they're kind of reflecting on the fact that um, et cetera is gone. And Maxie does bring up a really interesting point that it was the oldest queen in the competition. And the youngest queen. Taking out the youngest queen. Yeah. And it's a nice sort of like framework for the episode in a weird way because I'm like, I don't know, I'm just... I'm, I mean, you've all watched the episodes. We're kind of like recapping it. Like, if you're watching, if you're listening to this blow by blow, then we give you a spoiler. <laughs> you're pausing the episode. Like, you're, you're absolutely doing this the wrong way. Yeah. Maxie Shield goes freaking home. Yeah, man. she's going to deal like, with it. Just drop she's it. Gone. And so it's just nice to kind of remind myself of Maxie and yeah. at the top and just be like, yeah, she's. Like, she's been doing this for years. 46 years old, she said. She's I couldn't an, believe it. That's an icon. She's got a lot of pip, a lot of pizzazz. <laughs> well, yeah, 46. I mean, that's, that's only, not that old. It's not that it? old. We're pretty much there. <laughs> Don't say <laughs> that. Um, so, uh, they're all kind of reflecting. And anyway, so then it is like a mini challenge time. Mm-hmm. And it's all the men are... Uh, just like all the pet crew, like new pet crew. It's the top 10 gays of Instagram Auckland. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what it feels like. They literally, because please welcome to the stage, my personal trainer, Levi Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and what an honor to be able to see him um, represented. Up. To see actually personal trainers represented. Yeah, thank God, um, finally. On, on, on our screens. Their time it's, in the sun. It's, it's their time. And he did get cast via Instagram DM, he told me. <laughs> I felt like, yeah, they were like, <laughs> they opened up like Grinder. And would have just yeah. like messaged people, but they were, were they just searching? I mean, I guess it's like it just shows you the like the gay network 
Oh yeah, on Instagram and like how that you can just like find one, find the other, then find the next one, and then suddenly you've They'll got just like be a tagged cast. in each other's photos. Yeah, it's it... kind of amazing, and I felt like I sort of recognised everyone, and I was sort of yeah deeply watching um, Keita and Electra's face to be like who, who? has hooked up with who? yeah who's yeah, and who? I felt like Electra was playing off that she hadn't hooked up with like. One or two of them. Like, I, I sort of I got that vibe. I think, I mean, I felt like we got it in the reading challenge last week when Electra walked up to Sean, who's yes. kind of getting a lot of attention on Instagram, and she was like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I was like, there's something there. Anyway, this is the silliest game, and it goes on for fully so 45 long. minutes. And actually, because I watched it twice, because yes, we're doing research. Yeah, um, we work hard. We work hard for this podcast. Park. And honestly, one episode goes in, and it actually falls out of my ear, like, <laughs> like an hour later. <laughs> like, it's like in this... A drag race like fever dream of like America and the UK oh and especially because I it's something that I flick on when I'm doing anything out like yes at the moment season 7 I just like if I, if I need some background noise I pop it on <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching it twice and I was like what are the rules of this I could not work out the rules of the game like, they all so, gotta go oh, they, you explain they get it. three clues <laughs> Per boy, each boy has a different animal in his pants, and each queen gets their own boy. No, no, I think they all get all the boys. But then once they, I think if you can, if you can get, oh, they the all first went clue, down the line and more get more points. Oh, it honestly, I was like, we they, these rules need to be explained clearer. Also, there was a, a a huge diversity in the way these underwear were constructed because for some of it, it was like a soft toy had just been hot glued to the front. Yes, for the shark. They made full shark underpants, it looked like. Yes, and then the flamingo. Oh, yeah. They like, had the wings on the side. Yes. Yeah, it was very. And shout out to whoever designed those. Yeah, costumes. actually, and I thought they were really well. Con- I did think they were quite well constructed. I did think so as well. And um, and we all, we saw someone's full pubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my favourite part of the episode. <laughs> is he's pulling it down and everyone's like, oh, it's, oh. It's under the drag down. That's so weird. It was full noise. Um. And who wins that? Maxi Shield. But it doesn't Congratulations, really, congratulations Maxi actually. Shield. But it doesn't really matter. Biggest win of the, the Cause, season. Because I, I, I wouldn't actually say I knew what the rules were. I wouldn't say there was skill involved. No. <laughs> I always feel bad for the pit crew. Would you do pit crew work? It feels like it feels like a part of the show that should no longer. Should fade away. Should fade away. But it's should still always away. kind of there. And everyone's like, oh, hello. And it's like these sort of gratuitous shots of like asses and bulges. And yeah. it's like so weird. But of course I'd do Picro if I was asked. <laughs> <laughs> and you could do it. As a way to kind of, you know, pr- at high school me was a very skinny pimply boy into kind of like. Yes, it's just know, like full circle. To be like, hey. 16-year-old, one day you're going to be, be on the pit crew. And you don't know what that means. Freezing studio in your underwear, <laughs> having a miserable time and not being, allowed to talk. And I don't think being paid. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. my hunch. No, they were paid. I don't know the full amount. You need to, well, what? so your personal trainer is one of the pit crew in yeah. this episode. The extended pit crew family. Yeah. Because there's obviously like, you the, have like your core pit crew members and then you have like, you have like extended, like extended pit crew. The pitomatic universe. The, and the pit <laughs> <laughs> Barely a bun. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, so you need to find out how much they get paid, but that would be, you know. Yeah. I don't think I could say it on the pod. But no. I know it was definitely like worth enough that he took a full day off personal training, which is, you know. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could, we could do the math right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but we won't because we are Dumb. stupid and we just don't know math. So then. Um, the fa- Then more hot boys. Then more come hot in. boys. More shitless men come in. And for a long time. I was watching the episode being like, are these the same guys? And I was like, oh no, they're different. There was, And I was like, wow, what a day on set at the Drag Race. Like, yeah. literally like 12 pit crew members and then another six. 
it must be exhilarating for people who are um, who have been in that room by themselves, just with each other for so long. You know, yeah. So Maxi lines up the girls with their chosen boy from the Falcons rugby team. Now, what I will say about all of these boys. They're all sweethearts. They're all so sweet. It's It's a lovely, it's an interesting episode as well because sometimes it's like family members or like sometimes it's like another kind of community. But this one's like, this is a like queer community. Yeah. But they also are an interesting community because they're like, as we discover throughout the episode, like, like, have their own relationship with like masculinity and yeah. like being gay presenting. And there's some like really interesting conversations that I'm always very appreciative of. And once again, it's like kind of held by like Electra, who yes, honestly is like amazing. the star of the show. Right, producing the show. And I felt like earlier on in this um, podcast, like I gave her some critique, which was like, I felt like I didn't know who she was as a drag artist when she's in drag. Yeah. And I honestly feel like, out of all of them now, I know, I know her, know her so the well. most. I'm like, yeah, oh, amazing. go off, girl. Like, you look amazing. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, whereas someone like Karen, it's like, I know her as like a, like I could I draw, draw a picture of her. Yeah. But I don't really like, but when you get the mic in her hand or when she gets to talk, you're like, who She's almost are too you? clean and polished in a way, which is like, yeah, I just want to know a bit more about what you actually find funny or yes. actually care about. or. So then we, um, they kind of like mess around and put each other in heels and try each other in corsets, but it's all sort of like just a, a bit of fun. A bit of fun. Because the next day it's like, we've got like two hours to like turn out some looks. Oh, no. <laughs> And then Art is uh, taking too long to get her boy Jonah into drag, and everyone's making fun of her. I did appreciate what um, Electra actually had to say about like the whole point of this challenge is one, like to yes, make over someone, yeah. but two, like you want to give them that experience of their Pass first time the in love drag, of drag over to them. And I feel like that's where a lot of the critiques I think maybe were missing from the judges, but were, like you could obviously see that in the workroom of yeah. being like, and I feel like. That should be the challenge as well. Like, yeah, I, uh, there's a part of me that wants like Rue behind the mirrors, like watching with like a notepad, <laughs> making notes, and scribbling them down, <laughs> and, and then like, there's a reveal at and the like, end, and then be like, ah, you're like that would be a gag to be like, be you incredible. were mean in the workroom. Um, and I felt like we, but like seeing the way that some of those queens like cared for them, I'm like, well, you've given them that experience of of being in in drag for the first time, and that's a a very generous gift. I think the main critiques in this episode could come down to two things. Mm. Like, and they sort of talk about it while they're waiting backstage. Is it a drag family resemblance, or is it like a carbon copy of your drag look? Yeah. And here's my feeling about this all. I reckon the next time that they do a makeover challenge, it should just be make over this person and turn them into drag. Put them in a fun because drag the crit- look, yeah. Because the critique of, like, they don't really look, like, it's so arbitrary of, like, where, where's the line? I don't understand. And it feels like they pick and choose. Some Sometimes it's good to look exactly the same, and sometimes it isn't. Who were your um, favourites? Who were your, What were your favourite Kita was the number one, and she met the challenge either way, because the looks were different enough, but they looked the same. The makeup was amazing, and to turn Carl, who looks completely different from Kita. Into it was just it and was a fun, and it was a fun concept, like sort of spots and stripes, and they look they look like sisters, they look like kind of hot yeah. evil villains. I would put Art in second place. Yeah, that's interesting. I I liked Art's look. My only issue with it mm. is that for me, it doesn't really say a lot about Art. Yeah, true. It says more about like Priscilla, and it's like costumes because those are like the costumes of Priscilla. 
And so it's so it's so beautiful and so fun to see that nod to Priscilla, and like there's not many that happen, of course. But I don't get, I don't art get art from it in, ter- in terms of who art is. Is this kind of? It's just so interesting because it's like the Priscilla costumes are the Priscilla costumes. It's kind of yeah. like dressing up as Dame Edna, or you know what yes, I mean? Yeah, totally. Where you're like, yeah, that's someone else's thing. What's your thing? Yeah, exactly. So, um, what was your favorite look on the runway? Keta, Keta, and amphetamine. Amphetamine. Yeah, ketamine and amphetamine. Ditto. Stunning. Well, um, as you all know, Eli and I are by no means drag experts, and our opinions are actually they mean worthless. nothing. They're, They're actually flimsy worthless. little pieces of shit. Which is why we always, 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 always like to bring in a guest. Um, and unfortunately, our guest this week is stuck in Melbourne, trapped in Melbourne. But that actually, because of the power of technology, hasn't stopped us from bringing them over to have a conversation with us today. Please welcome to your ears, Bionica. Kia ora how are we going? So good, and so blessed to have you with us. We're so sorry you can't be here in studio, but... I'm so jealous you get to sit together in person. I haven't left the bed or this house in, like, I can't even remember. Were you I just in honestly, Melbourne for gigs? What was going on? Um, well, I came to visit my friends because I used to live here. Oh, for, like, oh, wow. 12 years I lived here. And so I was like, I'll come see everyone, it'll be such a great time. And then a week into it, there's a lockdown. So... <laughs> You're like, can I, can I keep staying? <laughs> well, I mean, I found a job now, so I'm not leaving. Oh my god, um, congrats! Yeah, I know! Oh, you're so just I was like, maybe you. I'll make this work for me. So, Bionica, you, you are one, like, very much no drag. But two, specifically for this show, an expert on drag reality TV, because yes. you were... Top um, three, top, right? And, House and, of Drag season two. And my, one of no, my favourite. No, top four. Top four. I didn't, make, I didn't make the last episode, unfortunately. But to be fair, I'm just glad they brought me back. And, and <laughs> oh, you're a returning queen. And knows how to make memorable reality TV. Like, the, the, duck. Good, the duck. We got to talk the about duck. the duck. Yeah, I was going to be like, we're beating around the bush for the duck. The duck was iconic. I can't lie. If you, I, if you just search, I reckon if you just search duck gifts. Bionica duck smoking and you'll find it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll find it. Oh, God. So um, how has this, okay, well, how was uh, this week's episode of Drag Race for you? I want, I want your hot takes because we've only got you for a short while. So let's just, let's just fire straight into it. And I want like Bionica's hot takes on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I made a list, I'm not going to oh, lie. I love also, it. Also, right. I worked as a PA on the season, so I had to make a list so I would be like, what was actually shown? So I don't get in trouble with World of Wonder for being all like, this is what really happened. Yeah, true. But, yeah. Keep it professional. Don't get yourself yes. fired or so like, I can't afford that lawsuit. <laughs> I, otherwise, I'd tell everyone. If I could afford it. And it, and it will be your lawsuit. We will absolutely yeah. step away from that. It will oh. be. We will not take any responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Um, definitely agree, Keter in the top. Those yep. looks were iconic, and I'm so proud of oh. her because I think she's bringing like a level of polished camp that like hasn't been shown in Drag Race before, mm. which agree. is like what is colloquially known for like Aussie New Zealand drag is what kids representing. I think Karen's trying to be like Keter, but she doesn't have like the like I'm bored watching Karen. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like ironically, I feel like I'm in a K hole when she's on the like the screen <laughs> from like what's happening here. I thought her paint on her drag sister was. So beautiful. Oh, like, yes. Oh, Keita, you mean? On Keita, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, incredible. she just looked incredible. And because like, Carl's face is. Um, Carl's got a very masculine face. Like, yeah. She did a beautiful job. But like, that's the great thing about, like, because Keita does, like, drag. Yeah. You know, like, Keita's she's, like, I'm not here to fuck around. Like, no, I'm not here to like, all big, the makeup. Like, you know, it's yeah. full on. And it kind of worked so well on Carl's face. In what world? Do the receptionist and Karen from finance wear the exact same dress to work? <laughs> Let's be well, real. 
like, if you're going to character build, a, like, a woman from finance, like, surely you would not do... I don't know. I just was really bored by that look, and I think it's a big cop-out as well, wearing glasses over your drag face. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. is just it's a bit like, if you want to show, like, your family resemblance or whatnot, like, you wouldn't block off the yeah. thing they're yeah. judging you on. Sisters actually aren't born with the same glasses. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <like> funnily enough. <laughs> okay, wh- what else have we got in there? What um, else are your hot takes? Uh, hot takes, apart from Karen just being a bitch to art, which was like, oh, mm. interesting mm. to watch. I think the humour is getting lost in translation. Because mm. I feel like there's a certain level of like ribbing that like we do as like Kiwis or Aussies. And I think that we come across as a people a lot more harsh than mm. like mm. intended. If you don't, I agree. you know what I mean? Been... Like if you don't understand, like a lot of people think Australians are assholes, but they're not. They're just like taking the piss, pulling your boob, as they say here. Try to blend in so they don't deport me. <laughs> I think it's edited in the way with the sounds and maybe some of the shots where it feels like this is full shade, but actually that's just, yeah. And because Drag like... Race, the like episodes of Drag Race always look for like shade to build story. And like a, the Australian kind of like trans, like how that translates to like a New Zealand and then like also an American audience is like just like bullying, but it's not. They're just yeah. kind of like sort of having it's a go at each other. Benign drag shade getting red as like bullying. Yeah. And then you've got all of these people like watching Drag Race being like, oh my God, this season's so mean. And I was like, I hope you never meet a drag queen in real life because you'll be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm loving these. I, I just keep firing them through. I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, yeah, keep firing your this list is, through. I was like big fan of a list. Um, yeah, very yeah, buzzfeed. Hang on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Electra's costume looked eerily familiar, but I can't put my finger on where I've seen it before. Oh, I, I know I where it's from. I can absolutely put my finger on it. It's so. from the um, theatrical show Pleasure, Pleasure Dome. That she did choreograph right. Yes, and um, she was. I'm not gonna. <laughs> One night at House of Drag, she had the entire show like filmed and recorded and saved on her laptop, and she made us watch it. <gasps> oh, <laughs> stunning! <laughs> I love that. So, for those listeners who don't know, Pleasure Dome was this musical that um, Lucy Lawless was in. It was this kind of massive arena, sort of spectacular. They built a street that you went to to get your food and drinks before you went into the show. It's like going to New York. And several music videos were filmed on that street after Pleasure Dome closed. Amazing. (laughs) And though the costume that Electra was... um, wearing was was one of her costumes and so I, I've seen that that outfit on, on a number of other drag queens yeah uh, but I was like Wednesday you know what Blaisel, like, the, world, the world is burning let's let's recycle yeah I think yeah, so right? too I guess yeah <laughs> like uh, yeah it work for her I guess sustainability exactly totally. the Total theme sustainability and the paint Total was different than it was in Pleasure Dome you yes know? they were so not purple the full alien look and the guns were yes. not in Pleasure Dome <laughs> no I do I appreciated the colour base I wish that she did purple tights as well, because yes. rewatching it back, it annoyed me. I yes. was like, "Oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna do color, commit to it." Yes. Yeah. Um. How would how, how do you feel about Maxie going home this week? I I think based on the lip sync, it is fair mm. Mm. because I do think that Scarlett did outperform. But Maxie did like pull up a fight. I do enjoy Maxie as a lip sync artist, and I think Maxie goes to show that you don't have to do like a thousand different like Agreed. tricks Agreed. to lip sync well, which is great. Um, but it's just sad because she very much was like the heart and soul. Yeah, if, I agree. like Anita was like the manic energy. Like Maxie felt like she was grounding the girls more. And um, I thought her looks were great. Were good. They were good. I <laughs> loved them, and of yeah. all of them, 
the most of like a family resemblance in this way. Literally. They do look like two sisters. Because they looked related, but they're kind of like, it was this sort of, but they're kind of in their matching little looks, but they they were identical, but like different colors, but I don't know, like, and Maxie like painted her face versus like yeah. put her drag face on another Someone queen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, I felt like her look could have made her safe. What do you think about, I, so yeah. Art's done a bunch of tweets now about her, like the, the costume themes you were told being different and blah, 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 being criticized. She's, she She's right correct. She is correct. Ooh, you heard it straight from the PA. What was the? Drop? <laughs> oh my god! Watch Amanda Payne sue me. <laughs> <laughs> what did? What did Aunt Twee? That that they were told um, the category was like House of Blank, and you were creating a drag family look, not family resemblance as such. So for her, her she does a Priscilla show all the time, and so yeah. those Priscilla. She looks literally are... her and Filmer Box have a festival every year called Broken Heel, yes. where they filmed mm. Priscilla. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I was very upset that, like, the it just, I think a metaphor for this, like, entire show is Michelle and Rue not understanding a Priscilla reference properly mm. and understanding the Chosen Family principles and, like, celebrating the look, the Priscilla look the week before from a certain person who I'm going to, like, just not say the name of. Yeah. Um, and then for this, I just didn't understand it. I was like, they clearly look like they're from the same family. Like, it's w- one of the most, like, iconic visuals from mm, that yeah. film. And I think as well, it just brings, like, a really beautiful note of, like, chosen family and what drag's meant to be about instead of literally just doing, like, a carbon copy, which is, like, I guess if that's what they want, that's all they wanted, really, for this challenge. That's so a guess, really interesting know. way of looking at it, actually, because if we do think about, like, drag families, like, they aren't, they are, like, diverse in terms of their makeup. Ooh. Like It's not like yeah. everyone looks... The exactly same. the same. It's like you touch on elements that, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, uh, they sort of feel like in the same kind of world, yeah. cinematic universe, but aren't like, oh, you're all wearing the same outfit, which I felt like there was a bit of everyone just kind of matching today. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, yeah. even though Karen and, um, I'd have forgotten the Debbie, Debbie from, from Reception. Account. Like, even though they were wearing like slightly different tailored looks, it was like the exact, the exact same, same outfit. Yeah, they kind of it both just... looked like they were in the chorus of like a musical of like nine to five together or something. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't. I don't know. It was very bland. I part of me really wishes that Keita put um Carl in a Nita drag though. And <laughs> oh, like, wow. the costumes. That would have been amazing. That would have been that would have been iconic. That would have been so good. <laughs> if Anita just been left her an outfit. Um, so what is, what's your feeling on the, um, on the season as a whole? Um, I'm, I'm disappointed that like the strength of the Queens is kind of getting like not as much noticed as like production errors or just like the level of quality and care, I Mm. guess. Hard out. With that. Mm. But like, I'm, you know, again, of course I wanted more brown people there, but I say this about every single show. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's like watching it after being there in real life. I'm just really proud of all of them because, like, the immense pressure. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. How there were like no days off, right? No days off. Like, and just the amount of time they got given to present like that caliber of drag. I was told them all of them when they got there. I was like, I'm so proud that like you're all here. Yeah. To represent. Mm. I mean, the caliber of drag is amazing. Caliber of drag is insane and is truly representative of what we can do down here. It's not like, um. I just wish I didn't think that Reese would be my favorite judge, but he is because he's the only one that understands what's going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. I yeah. It's it's a really interesting take on that, and it's it almost like highlights the fact that 
you're right. Like a lot of the critique of the mm. show is on like the production of the show. Like that seems to be where the online conversation is. It's on the production of on like the judges' opinions, or it's on like decisions that clear. Like it is like art coming back was not her decision. No, yeah, Do you know totally. what I mean. Like, and of course, sending... she's not gonna say no. Exactly. But and like, that comes down to like, are you a f- like? Why are you watching the show then? To, and not in terms yeah. of you, Bionica, in terms of, <laughs> no, no, yeah. in terms of I don't know, this 14-year-old I'm talking to on Twitter. It's yeah. like, why are you consuming it then? Is it because you want to enjoy the reality show or like because you want to appreciate the drag artistry? In which case, like, there are other reality TV shows. If you want to, like, pull mm-hmm. apart a reality TV show, like, go watch The Amazing Race Literally. <laughs> or something else. But, like, if you're there to kind of support and watch and kind of, like, explore drag and learn about like gender and sexuality and all that kind of stuff. Then like, mm. of course it's the show to watch, but like don't yeah. come in critiques being like their mics are off in the studio. Like it's so past, it's so boring. Yeah. It is. And it's just like the level of mental health issues that every drag race queen has experienced post filming mm. is disgusting. It's ridiculous. And I just don't understand how you can watch a show like this about like vulnerable queer artists, like showing you their art and being all happy and da 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 da, and then just be like, oh, I'll message them and tell them to like, you know, yeah. I just, oh. It's wild. That's a Cognitive weird. Cognitive dissonance. It's almost weird. like we need to be like, okay, a year off, and everyone, like, we refresh, you, refresh, refresh. Refresh. Yeah. We all, we all well, want you to think about how much you've watched the show and just like have a wee breath, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and we'll give it to you. And this time we want you to appreciate it a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. just like think about your attitude. I think there does need to be a break between Drag Race, so there's just too much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't believe All Stars 6 is coming so soon. It makes me want to rip my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There was a phase before All Stars 2 came out that I'm like, oh my God, new Drag Race. This is the most exciting thing. And then now I'm like, who gives a shit? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, an, amazing, an amazing hot take. <laughs> on this a drag race <laughs> recap podcast. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Well, there goes your job. Like, um, just, amazing. No, 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 no. New seasons. Drag race not under watch. Drag race Espana. Go hard. It's just I don't need another all stars. Yeah. Just yeah, yet. Agree. Agree. Or Unless they're gonna are, put Anita Wiglet like British, on it. I would love I would love Anita Wiglet to meet any of the UK drag queens. Yes. No. It's an, yeah. I, like, I just want a big like mashup universe where they all go into the different countries and like compete. Mm, we just like we yeah. no more queens. We just like we just got what we've got and we just like muddle them all around. Do like you, a thunderdome of drag. Yeah, and like send them all in with oh, knives. Yeah. Do you knives. remember World Idol when it was like Kelly Clarkson versus Guy Sebastian and then some guy from Norway won? An yeah. iconic yes. moment. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. It's so short and sweet, thank but you, you so much for having me. Um, it's been nice to get like. You know, it's nice to get your opinions out <laughs> to the world, to be honest. I've been, yeah. like, just talking shit about the show to my mum for the past And if people want to follow you, Bionica, where can they follow you? Um, I am BionicaCuntyCunt on Twitter, but with Vs instead of Us. Um, oh, yes. And then Bionica on Instagram. Incredible. Yes. Excellent. And please Don't look follow up me on Facebook, it's just gif. a lot of politics. Yeah, and if there's one oh, yeah, thing look- you can do, please look up that duck gif of Bionica smoking a cigarette. It's a duck. It's yeah, look, one of my favourites. It's, it's on the old Instagram. It's there. Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to monetize that at the moment. I was like, wait, why not weaponize my trauma for my own good? Yes. Someone should get it tattooed. Absolutely. Surely someone out there should get that tattooed. If someone gets that tattooed on them, I will buy them a drink whenever I see them. Oh. Like, whatever they want. A drink is them. a lot less money than a tattoo, but it's... <laughs> Still is a nice. Whenever she, whenever she sees it. Oh her. wow, oh, that yeah. is amazing! Wow, that okay. is amazing. Well, I think um, I've given my best friend a few too many ideas now. <laughs> <laughs> well, sending you much um, 
love and support in your little lockdown, and I'm I'm glad Come you're. My angels. I'm glad you got a job in Melbourne. To be honest. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I not, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it was gonna be as easy. But <laughs> nailed it. But I guess I'm too good. <laughs> I love you both. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And enjoy being able to walk outside. (laughs) Thank you. We'll be grateful, we promise. (laughs) Bye. 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 What an angel. So good. Kia ora. My name's Duncan Grieve, and I'm managing editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz today. Okay, those are some hot takes from Bionica, and I love them. They were gorgeous. So let's just take this right to the end now. Let's so talk we've, the lip sync. So we've got Bionica. Oh, my gosh. No, Bionica wasn't there. Bionica's um, not in it, but she is in the show in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we have Maxie and Scarlett going head to head on the runway. There's a little bit of discussion before where they're like, who's going to be in the bottom? Uh, uh, to me, I'm like, it was pretty clear who was going to be in the bottom. Yes. I, I don't thought Scarlett's Scarlet looks were very lackluster, in They my were opinion. lackluster. And the makeup job was not great. It wasn't good. It was an interesting yeah. one because I thought maybe she would have pulled through, but she gave her sister the, the same lip as her, and it, it wasn't very flattering. No, 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 no. And the way that Carl was absolutely transformed, Brad, his real-life partner, a beautiful part of this episode, yes. still very much looked like Brad to me. I would agree with Bionica in saying that Scarlett was um, a, a better lip-syncer, maybe. Like, it was embodied it's, the song and did some good dancing. It's hard when someone looks... She looked like Kylie to me. Yes. And that really helps in a lip sync, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Because you're just looking... What are you looking for in a, in a lip sync? Like, you are looking for stunts, but you're also looking for that, like click of the song mm. landing in the queen and, and, and it transporting you somewhere and give, which is what Maxie did when she with absolutely everybody yeah you were like she is absolutely everyone and she's singing the song and I'm, yes. and I'm like transported and she was still doing that though like yeah. she's an amazing lip sync it's lip sync with a lot of love and light in her yeah and she's really feeling the lyrics and everything but you Scarlett's did, really giving it her all Scarlett looks it looks like you're at the Kylie show yeah. And that's pretty and that's pretty hard to beat. <laughs> so we unfortunately say goodbye to Maxine. Devastating. But And before we go, um, we've got a quick chat with the wonderful one and only Maxi Shield. Oh my god. Between links and speakers and oh. earpods and bloody So good. <laughs> we've got it happening. Kia ora Maxi, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? So good. so good. An honour to be able to meet you uh, virtually right now. <laughs> Across the Dutch. Across the Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> Honestly, Maxie, if you, if I, you, I doubt that you've listened to our podcast, but I would say 90% of it has been talking about how much we love Maxie Shield. We Shiel. love Maxie Shield. We are so upset that you um, had to say goodbye to Drag Race this week. My, uh, my ears were burning, so obviously they were yours. <laughs> That's it. Uh, um, how... Uh, you know what? No, you go. You go. Sorry. Um, episode six out of eight isn't bad, nah. and you know, although I'm the, I'm the, you know, was it this? I got sixth position, but do we count when the garbage comes in and you, they forget a little bit at the bottom and it pops out? <laughs> so maybe I'll take fifth. I yeah, know. I'll take. I'll take fifth. You beat Art Simona now in our in our eyes. Tell me, how well, was she your... was eliminated once? Exactly. Exactly. It's just a ghost that's still there. That's all. How was your drag race experience, Maxie? Um, uh, to be absolutely honest, it was so hard. Yeah. Oh my god. 
<laughs> it was when when they say the Olympics of drag, you know, when you watch something on TV and you're like, you know, if I'm watching MasterChef, it's like, oh, come on, it's a cake. Just make the bloody cake. Come on. Why are you crying? This is stupid. Oh, my God. I will never, ever, ever say another word about any bachelorette that I see. <laughs> <laughs> is that a little hint as to what reality show you'll be on next? Oh God, no! Oh my God, I was a, I, we. My partner and I, when we get a little bit frazzled, we call ourselves Frazzelina Jolie. <laughs> and I was literally Frazzelina Jolie from Woe to Go. Yeah, your next Nash character, character, Frazzelina. <laughs> so, because yeah, that's the thing about drag, right? I mean, because how often would you say you're doing drag a week? Um, well, see, I'm 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 very lucky. Four to five times a week. So, Whoa. and then going into Drag Race because you know you get a limited time for makeup. Mm. Karen Karen had done drag I think two or three times last year because of the pandemic. Oh wow! And I was so lucky because you know we had limited seating, but I had an, a venue that we could have a seated show and. You know, our venues were really, really good to us. So, you know, I was lucky that I was doing sort of makeup so I could throw something on quickly. But these sort of poor Melbourne bitches, you know, <laughs> they're like, they were stuck in they're like where are my wigs? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're like, I burnt everything in the fourth lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's what I really, um, there's so many things I loved about you on the show. But one of the things I really, truly like enjoyed was I just felt like you brought this quality of drag that we haven't seen in so long on the show and it's like this queen does drag a lot and you can tell and i specifically loved watching you lip sync because it's like mm. you lip sync as if like you've recorded the song yeah you <laughs> like this thing especially when you pop the microphone out of your sleeve yeah let's talk about that microphone moment i mean when did that get planted up the sleeve when did you know you were going to pull it out what when did you have the idea well see i i, I always had the idea um, uh, I, it was a bit of a tribute to my sisters in Bali. All the Bali drag queens over there have these glittered microphones and I, I'd seen them about 10 years ago and I was like, bitch, I'm stealing that. That is a camp gift. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, um, I think I was, I was, I was skating near the bottom most of my life, but, um, I think it was, um, the Bogan prom. I had it in my bum bag. Because I thought, oh shit! If I these young girls, you know, and I didn't need it, so I, 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 I thought, nah, this one I'm going to need. I'm going to need. So it was folded up in the skirt of my dress, because you know I was up against Extendera, who's 22 and fabulous. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I turned 47 on Tuesday. Like, Happy birthday! <laughs> exclusive, exclusive I, here on the podcast. Fucking <laughs> birthday news. I, I'm from the country. I'm old enough to be her grandmother. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing that in, I mean, Drag Race now, what, 15 years on television, first time anyone's pulled out a microphone and a lip sync. And you get to well, the first Well, no. Oh, well, we have to yeah. fact check that because the, the fans definitely check the facts, for God's sakes. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so there, there was one, but it was on the Thai Drag Race, so it was just Thai Drag Race. It wasn't a drag race that RuPaul was hosting and there. Right. So oh, Ru had never seen it before. No, Rue had never seen it before, or Michelle. So we do have to say that our, our Thai girls definitely were the first. The pioneers. Um, mm. Of course, because they they are next level, the Thai girls. They're incredible. Out of the so um, they also, if, if anyone watches the Thai drag race, 
There's one that sets them, sets itself on fire. It is incredible. <laughs> Watch. It's crazy. These girls are lunatics, but look amazing. So, what was your yeah. highlight of the experience? Um, I think me, making connections with the other girls. Mm. You know, I, I, I work closely with Coco, so we're sort of sisters and, and that was great to have. But, you know, a lot of the other girls, although sort of the drag community is quite close-knit, is um, we don't sort of see... We see each other over Mardi Gras, maybe. And, you know, a lot of times the words that come out of your mouth over Mardi Gras is a bit different to normal talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chewing your mouth off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the, uh, so it was great, especially the New Zealand queens. You know, I, I got to make a connection with Electra through the dreadful singing and choreography challenge. Um, <laughs> don't laugh, you bastards. Um, you, were I, you were good in there. You were, you were good in there. We <laughs> honestly could not, be bigger fa- we could not be bigger fans of you. Like, you oh, gesturing honestly. to get the other queens to pick you up? I was like, this Hilarious. is iconic. Sliding across the floor. Like, some great. could say as one. Well, I just saw it as a, a fantastic dramatic choice. Yeah. I didn't know there wasn't much left else to do. Like Michelle said, oh, you sort of got on the floor and just sat there. I said, it was one count of eight. (laughs) (laughs) What else are you supposed to do? Light yourself on fire. You should have lit yourself on fire. That's it. Those bloody Thai girls are bloody incredible. But, um, yeah, I made a connection with Electra because she is, although she didn't get a good edit on that that episode, she was incredible. Mm, Like, you know, I've done dance shows before, but I'm not, you know, a split jump in the air and land on your, your face sort of thing. So, you know, she was absolutely incredible. Anita and I shared sort of a makeup station. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, so I, I made a connection with Anita there. So she is, you know, she's bubbly and fantastic, but she got rude side that one. Yeah, Ooh, she's, yeah. She's, yeah. she's filthy. She slides it up. Dirty up. bitch. Um, and then, so then when Anita got booted off, um, the kidder and I sort of made friends over the, the pastry section that we got before. <laughs> Before we started filming. So all the other girls would do their confessionals. And, That's and an exclusive, you, by the way. There is a pastry, a pastry section, section. coming <laughs> in now. But this was, this was our, our little snacks for breakfast sort of thing. And um, Kidder and I would be sitting around and she'd be like, oh, they've got exquisite quiche today. Like, oh, really? <laughs> and we'd sort of just be, you know, cookie monstering it. And then people would come in and go, oh, what, what's what's on the pastry section? So, oh, just bran muffins. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we were talking to Reese about how uh, Reese Nichols that you were one of the queens that he's like seen a lot and used to go to a lot of your shows. <laughs> was it weird to see him on the judging side giving you feedback, even though he's a tiny little twink? Um, <laughs> well, see, I love Reese's comedy, and I've always been sort of comedy based for my performances. So anything he says, you know, I I, I took his critique as equal to RuPaul's. And Michelle's because you know he's he's fucking hilarious. He's so fabulous, and he's uh, and it was, you know, when you're in the bottom and you look up and he gives you that glance, like it's like it's almost a sister glance. Like mm-hmm. you'll be fine, just kill it. I've seen you before. Yeah, I know you can do this. And you know, it was it was like having, dare I say, a mole on the on the. <laughs> <laughs> On the on the judging panel, in that you know he understood the references and you know, but it was it was great. I really I'm so happy he was a part of it. 
I just felt like you, yeah, I loved it. Your like little exit speech as you left the stage, and I felt like you it just like the way that you sort of like it was so celebratory of who you are, and I felt like who you were trying to represent on that show, and I felt like you really did everyone so proud, um, and also. <laughs> I I was obsessed with your bro, um, Bogan prom look. It was it was so gorgeous. it was like and it was the only one that felt like truly Bogan in my eyes. Like it was <laughs> that woman had a gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that woman, don't we? And I grew oh, up yeah. in like I went to I went to primary school in in central Queensland, and there was always that you know I did Americanize it a little bit mm. with the edibles. But you know the woman that didn't go to her BNS ball or didn't go to her formal that we have in Australia, she would have turned up and she would have said, no, it's okay, I'll take the kids. It's like, no, I'll take the kids. And you'd get in the car and she'd say, open the bag at the back. We've got Bacardi Breezes, you know, melon. You love watermelon Bacardi Breezes. And I, so I knew that woman. Yeah, I, I, I knew her. And she wore her fancy stuff direct from the 80s. And it's like, Mom, it's 2021. Don't. <laughs> And, you know, she'd have that little bit of guts hanging out, wouldn't she? And she'd... <laughs> I'll also say your, your, like, um, your... This drag family resemblance. Drag family resemblance. Look, I thought, and my partner, it was his favourite. Um, he was like, now that is amazing. And I thought it was a full fashion look. Like, it was so mm-hmm. beautiful. Two gorgeous sisters. So you and see was... a bit of Leotard, who cares? It was a, yeah, a tiny bit. Of, it was although whenever you got a critique, it was one of those things that you sort of, you know, Michelle said, oh, so, you know, a wig would have been better because, you know, the back of the neck. And you thought, oh, fuck, I know that. Yes. You know, and, and, and she said, oh, you could see a little bit of the black bra. And I was like, oh, shit, I know that. And the whole time it was like it was such a pressure cooker that these tiny little details yes. that normally, like, you know, a young queen walks in and I'd be like, your lace is dirty, that's gross. Yes. <laughs> that sort of thing that I would constantly be like, no, 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 we can't go on like this. We need to iron our dresses. Come on, girls, you look stupid. Um, yeah, right. Now, Max. You just don't. Maxie, now that you're now that you're 47, now that you're now the drag race down under is over. What is next for you? Where can people come see you? What's the plan? Um, I, I, I in my in, in my sites, I want to do a cooking show. I <gasps> yes, yes. <laughs> I want to do a cooking show, but I want to. Um, it's going to be like a maybe a lifestyle, dare I say, show where we chat to LGBTQIA chefs. Oh, and wow. find their relationships between food because, you know, a lot of times families may not be the most positive, but there's always, you know, oh, Nan used to make bolognese and we always used to sit around and we used to eat that and, you know, she'd smoke over the over the, the stove when she did it. But And I always found that no matter how crazy or strange your family is, food has always brought something together. Oh, um, mm. So yeah, so hopefully that I'm is crying. My goal. Um, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goal, as well as why can't we have an older plus size, you know, cover girl on Vogue? God damn it! Yeah. Oh please, absolutely. Yes. Oh, I love God. that in your bogan look. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, one burning question before we go: What was your talent going to be for next week? I was going to do telling a yarn. Oh, wow. And so telling a story about me growing up in the 80s as a, a, a gay person and the um, the television shows that I used to watch that made me gay. 
So oh. a country practice, um, oh, I love prisoner, right? Um, wow, aerobics Oz style, and <laughs> and then at the end I was going to do an aerobics Oz style routine. Wow, 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 wow! Amazing. Well, you'll just have to say that for one of your live shows, yeah. Maxie. What an honour to meet you. We love you. We love you, you so a, much. Such a queen. Please come to Auckland so we can come watch you. You can. The, We're going to. Yes, Spark Arena. Girls we'll down under. Yes, Girls down under. Queens down under, is it? Oh, shit, I don't know. Just download the song for God's sakes. Um, <laughs> I'm coming over to visit the girls as well at some point, so I can't wait. Oh, brilliant. Gorgeous. An honour to talk to you today. Um, much love. See you later. Thank Have you so day. much. Bye, Maxie. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Drag Race Down Under the Covers with Chris and Eli. Please subscribe to The Real Pod, review it, send it all your love. And um, you know what? We'll talk to you again next week, honey booze. Thank you to everyone. Bye. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. mad that the world burning is not in our like top three concerns you thought bad news was done but i'm back with more and alice sneddon's bad news saves the world i finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares watch it on the spinoff.co.nz i can see the anxiety (laughs) starting to emit from you kia ora e te iwi te ahe butler here podcast manager at the spinoff if you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.